Welcome back to Round Guy Radio as we continue our coverage of spring sports. And we have uh, the coach of the head coach of the high school. Uh, it's the boys' bass, uh, soccer team, right? It's boys' soccer at Mid Prairie. Okay. Cat, Pat Katie of the Mid Prairie uh, Golden Hawks boys' high school soccer team that is currently rated number one in the state. Welcome to the program, Pat. Hey, uh, it's nice that uh, you reached out to me and uh, we get, get to have a conversation. Well, uh, this is the first time we've interviewed a, a, a soccer coach. We're, we're covering spring sports, and uh, the numbers are good. They are getting approaching the, the basketball uh, programs that we do. Uh, and we, we and as our research into the program, find out that you guys are number one in the state. Uh, I believe you're 8-0. Is that correct? Yep, that's correct. Well, tell us a little bit about your team and about the season. And uh, uh, are you surprised to be rated number one, or or did you feel like you had a team like this when you started? Well, uh, I guess to, to continue off from last year, we had a pretty good squad last year, and um, we lost a few seniors that we didn't know if we were going to be able to replace um, quickly, talent-wise, in order to. Uh, bring the program back up to what how efficiently it was operating last year, and um, the kids that have stepped in this year are you know they're they're actually well ahead of what we anticipated they would be for talent and understanding the game. Uh, last year we uh, we got up to ranked as high as number five in the state, and unfortunately we had to run into uh, a West Liberty program that's very very good they have been for years they have a lot of kids that play club soccer uh, we don't have any club kids it's all uh any 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 uh student athlete that's in our program is what we've developed here in-house at mid-prairie so um unfortunately we we lost that game to enable to to you know participate in the state tournament and um but you know we seem to have bounced back this year we had a good returning core um Kids are understanding the, uh, the the game of soccer. You know that's a big thing, whether regardless of what program it is, whether it's baseball, football, soccer. You know, if the kids, you can have some real talented student athletes out there, super athletic, and uh, you know they'll do fine during the course of the season. But then when they run up against another program that the that the student athletes are under actually understanding the game a little better and know how to make a few more quicker decisions. You know, that's kind of how you get beat out before you get to, you know, your postseason goals and get to go to state. So um, this group that we have last year, this or last year was good. This year is is beyond good. Um, this is the first year that the state has used its own uh, ranking system for soccer. The past uh, 15 years, the state's been having coaches in each classification, whether it be 3A, 2A or 1A. Um, breakdown games, uh, they have 10 coaches that are in their ranking association, and uh, those coaches will write down their beliefs of 1 through 16 and turn it into the senior uh, member in each classification, and they have a point system they use. And um, the state went away with that this year. They've implemented their own system that's uh, through varsity bound. And uh, so the process of the first three weeks of, uh, of the rankings, we have been the ones uh, were received the number one title for the first three weeks and uh, having the undefeated season and uh, not giving up a bunch of goals, I think is a good credit as to why, where we are. Well, you mentioned Rick giving up goals and I talked to some of my uh, sports reporters and I have heard uh, good things about your goalie. I believe it's justice Jones, isn't it? 
Yeah, that's correct. Yeah, he's uh he's an all-state linebacker that you got as a goalkeeper. So, uh, you know, goalkeeping's the most difficult uh, position to play in soccer. Um, you know, you either got to be about half crazy or absolutely not afraid of anything. And, and uh, you know, if you watch Justice when he uh, played his one game up there at State this year at the, at the State Basketball Tournament, he dove after a uh, loose ball up there, and he actually hit the scorer's table and broke it in two pieces. And uh, I think it took six people to repair that that bench at halftime after he put that big hit on it. So, you know, I, I, the kid's not really afraid of too much, but he's just a superior athlete, and he's and he's so easy to coach. And uh, you know, a lot of the things that we teach him, he's retaining, and he's not afraid to ask questions if he doesn't know what's going on. And that's just the that's the great. Um, uh, example of what a student athlete can be and how he can make your program better. Well, we here at Round Guy Radio, our listeners are very familiar with him. I believe he was the defensive player of the year in his conference. Uh, his yes. his out his basketball. I think he was a six man in basketball, but he yeah, was, he was he was listed as a utility player for them in basketball. So you know, it just depended on what position they needed him to go in, and that's what he went and filled. So you could tell when he'd come in on the game, it just I mean, he was he was just offensively and defensively just super yeah. strong. Let me ask you a little bit about him. What do you think his best sport is? Well, I, I want to say soccer, but I, you know, I, I might be partial. Well, he might be. I mean, from what I hear, his going is just yeah, just uh, no, no. There's no rival to him around here. Yeah, he he only came to us last year about mid-season. He was injured. He had a football injury, and he wasn't for sure if he was even going to be able to continue a you know a high school career with what was going on with his back. And uh, we got we got halfway through the year last year, and we had two goalkeepers that were injured and couldn't play. And then we had one that uh, for some reasons, he just decided he wanted to walk away from the program. So we were down to zero goalkeepers and uh, we kind of look at justice at the time when he was just a manager. And uh, we said, does this interest you? And he's like, well, yeah, I think it does, but uh, let me talk to my parents to make sure it's okay with them. And then, you know, the next day we found out everything was good and we were just going to, just monitor him, see how he handled the pain. We didn't want to have any flare-ups with him because um, I knew that football was, you know, very important to him, and he wanted to try to get his senior year in. And so we just told him, just be honest with you. If it's too much for you, we'll figure something out. You know, we got a couple kids that have played goalkeeper in the past, but we don't want to pull them off the pitch because, you know, they score for us. But if that's what we need to do, we'll do it. And, uh, you know, he had a phenomenal – uh, half of a season last year, we got into a PK shootout with Albia in our um, postseason semifinal game, and uh, he stopped two penalty kicks in a PK shootout, which is like an unheard of in soccer because, you know, these young men, they have to try to guard a 24 by 8 area, and somebody's shooting from you from 36 feet away. So it's it's you know, like we tell the goalkeepers, that's, that's pretty much you're not going to win that battle because – you're just guessing it's it's a 50 50 guess on where you're going to go and a lot of times you're gonna, you're not going to win it because they're going to put it in but he stopped too and he was intimidating enough that they flew another one and we went on to play that the uh, postseason semifinal against west liberty so um he's also this year participating in track um he's in a shuttle hurdle relay and the other evening we had a home track meet and also a home soccer match and so he wanted to participate in the track meet 
before he came to soccer. And I said, that'd be fine. We'll start our freshman goalkeeper. So uh, I, th- I believe his shuttle hurdle shuttle relay team ripped off the best team they've ever had during the season and maybe six tenths of a second off the high school record at Mid Prairie for shuttle hurdle. And then uh, it was also senior night for track. And as soon as he was introduced for senior night, he sprinted to his car, <laughs> pulled out his Superman uniform in the parking lot and jumped in goal for us. But that time we were already up six to zero, but uh, he still wanted to play and we got him his minutes and uh, he uh, posted a shutout for us that evening as well. Well, Mid Prairie seems to be outstanding at everything. I mean, they had an outstanding football season and some playoff wins. They had an outstanding basketball season. Uh, they they have uh, unbelievable opportunities to even take some IT classes and college classes while you're in high school. They have a tremendous farm uh, uh, farmers program there. I mean, they FHA. I mean, uh, it, it's, a, it's such a tremendous school, and you have tr- tremendous support. What what are some of the other athletes that are scoring goals and providing defense that are helping you guys uh, achieve some wins? Yeah, uh, we got a young man that's off, another young man that's off of the Bass State basketball team. His name's Alex Bean. He's played some youth soccer um, up until about sixth grade, and then he just kind of got away from it. You know, his interests changed as all as all young men do when they get to junior high. You know, they have different things you're thinking about. I, you know, I think they probably start chasing girls about that time too. So maybe that becomes a priority. I don't know, but uh, he came back to us. Uh, he was thinking about going out for golf. But uh, he had a wrist injury that he sustained in in, um, in uh, basketball season. So his, his mom said, well, won't you think about going out for soccer? And so they approached us and we said, yeah, we'd love to have you. And um, at Mid Prairie, we've got this beautiful indoor facility. Um, it's turf. Uh, we're in there from as soon as the fall sports stop. We get our, our, our soccer players in there. Anybody that's not in a winter sport, we encourage them to come in. If they're in a winter sport, we don't want to see them in there because we don't want somebody getting hurt, sprained ankle, something silly at an open facility uh, when they're in season. But uh, he came in at the end of of basketball and uh, did an open facility with us. And we're like, wow, you know, this is this is one of the kids that that we were needing to fill in for us in the middle for the soccer team. And uh, he's been nothing but spectacular so far for what he's done for us. Uh, we had a game the other evening, and we were seven minutes left in the in the game, and um, it was he had not had a shot that wasn't on goal the the whole game up until seven minutes left in the game. That that's pretty spectacular. Um, another young man that we have that really stands out for us as well was the point guard off the basketball team. That's Jackson Pennington. Uh, he came to us last year as well. He uh, he got away from soccer. He played a little bit when he was younger. He decided he was going to give it one more chance before he got out of high school. And um, my my youngest son, Wyatt, he he's the assistant coach that works with me, and I think we got a pretty good relationship with these kids. And and Jackson really enjoyed it. And, uh, you know, we just kind of make our, our system of play fit every year according to what we have for athletes. You know, you can't. You can't run a high, big uh, center post game in basketball if you don't have anybody that's six eight. If everybody's five foot ten, you're never going to get a post man, you know. So we evaluate our kids every year, then we change our system of play according to what we think we can handle with with athletes. And uh, Jack's been incredible. Last year, he was uh, second score, second leading scorer on the team, and uh, he actually played well enough. This was an outside back. This is somebody who plays defense, second leading scorer on the team. And he had such an exceptional year that he made uh, he made all state 
for soccer his first year out of high school. So he's been a major contributor for us as well. You know, anytime you get a sport that you've had kids that have gone to state and they've got a taste of what a successful season is, you'd love to have those instilled into your program because that's a good core that kids can learn what success is. This is how you build off of it. And your job as a coach is how many student athletes can you surround around these guys in order to build off of somebody that has the success and can take these kids to the next level and make them great. So we've been blessed with those young men. And then we've also had some returning starters come back. Jarrett Hoffman, he's a senior this year. He's an incredible back. Uh, he's one of the reasons we've only given up one goal this year on the year. Uh, we've got another young man too, by the name of Bo Flynn, that he's just a sophomore this year. Um, he had an incredible freshman season. He started, he started on the bench as a freshman and kept working hard and working hard. And by the end of the year, he was actually a starting center back for us um, at last year as well. Um, and then just the rest of it is just, it's, you know, soccer is definitely a team sport. Um, it's a big team sport. You're not only looking at the 11 kids that you're putting out on the pitch to start a game, but you have to be able to bring kids off the bench and not fall off to a level to where teams can find that weakness and attack you and go after it and you give give up a goal or two because you've fallen off that much. So, you know, a big credit to our entire team for the kids that, you know, there's so many of them to talk about and list that, you know, they all step up when somebody comes off the pitch. We've had a couple guys injured this year. A couple of guys have stepped in and played well. And, you know, they played well enough to where it's like, man, you don't really think you need to pull them out of lineup now because they're playing that well. But um, that's the that's what you need in order to be a great team, an undefeated team, and, and to be able to have a good ranking in the state of Iowa. Well, we're talking to Pat Cady, who is the head uh, boys soccer coach for the varsity at uh, Mid Prairie Golden Hawks. They're undefeated, currently ranked number one. Now, Pat, I'm told that you are not a, a teacher at the school, but uh, you have a business or work for a business on the side. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, um, self-employed contractor. We build some homes, buildings, uh, decks, remodels, anything we need to do to stay busy. Um Used to do a lot of work up in the Iowa City area, but now we pretty much stick around the the Mid Prairie District, uh, Kelowna, Wellman, North English, South English, Sigourney. Uh, pretty close to home. Enjoy working down here. We've done a lot of agricultural stuff before. We used to build confinement buildings, um, and yeah, both both my son and I um, were new faces for him. I think that's one thing that really helps our program as well. Is we're not two guys that have been in the school in a classroom with them, you know, grading them, judging them for eight hours, critiquing them when they come to us as two fresh faces. Um, you know, we're hoping that they kind of get a sigh of relief. We, we try to give them, we let, we let them mess around a little bit. We also let them know, that, you know, if they get too, too ornery and, and get in trouble through the school, we're not going to bail them out. They are going to have to, you know, they're going to have to pay their penalties and, and uh, this is how life works. But uh, not only through coaching, but, you know, there's a lot of life life skills. We try to teach these guys responsibility. Um, I do receive um, the DNF report every week on a Monday. My wife is actually a secretary at the high school. So she will forward me the list if anybody's got low grades. And Monday afternoons are the, are the afternoons that you don't want to see me come talk to you one-on-one -on -one because you know you're probably uh, maybe lacking on turning on some, turning in some homework or you know just a little bit further down the, the grade scale from, from what I would like to see. And you know like we've told we tell a lot of our kids and, and we tell our parents at the parent meeting, you know we do keep track of grades. 
and we are under the understanding that most likely, you know, none of these players will leave here to go play soccer on a scholarship, but they're probably going to leave Mid Prairie and attend some type of after school, um, you know, either whether it's a job or whether they're going to college. But it's going to be something that people are going to, you know, look back and reflect on what their grades are. And, you know, did this young man, did he just like turn in D's and basically, you know, got by just to get by? Or did he actually work a little bit harder? And could he get a B or could he get an A and make it look like, you know, yeah, this kid actually, you know, applied himself. And uh, this would be somebody that would either be a good hire or be a good a good student, you know, to, to go to college. So we we do really keep track of the grades during the soccer season. And uh, we, if, um, if we can't get an athlete to where if they are receiving a failing grade during the season, uh, not ineligible, but just struggling with some classes, we actually dismiss them from the first 30 minutes of practice if we need to, in order to go work on their grades one-on-one with ever seminar teacher or, or, you know, whoever that grades assigned with, because when it, once on, you know, when it all comes down to it, it's, it's the grades that matter at the end of the year. And like we've told people before, it doesn't do us any good for that young man to be out there practicing with us. If he's struggling and at the end of the year, he ends up getting an F. I mean, we can't use him anyway. So um, it, it, we, we stay on top of the grades and we just try to make accountability um, very important with this program. And then we also let them know that, uh, you know, there some kids are blessed with athleticism and we understand that. But when they come to us, we don't care what they're name is what their last name is who their parents are this is your one chance in a program for sure you show us what you have you may not be the most talented kid out there but if you're working hard every practice every game you're going to get some playing time so i think they like to see that that equality and have a chance to make a, a chance for themselves and we've showed them in the past we've had actually you know senior captains that went out there and they were performing so so and we knew they could get better you know, do a better job for us during the game. And we've actually sat captains for 20 minutes because we knew they didn't perform. And I think when the kids look at the captain standing on the sideline, they say, oh, man, you know, these coaches are for real. What they're saying, they, they're not afraid to sit anybody. You know, I think it just sets a tone and it makes all the kids understand, hey, they're here for us. I'm going to give them the best effort, you know, why I can, why I'm here for this program. Well, won't you uh, tell our listeners the social media ways they can follow you? And we have a, a every town that you mentioned, we have a lot of listeners in. And if you would mention, the, is there any social media that covers your business if people need to need to get a hold of you for that? Uh, you know, we don't do a lot of advertising because I don't want to brag, but we do, we do very good quality work. And we get so many referrals that we really don't advertise. Uh, at Katie Construction, you can look us up on the Internet. We do sell some Stratford homes, which are modular homes. And... Um, for the soccer program, if you get on Twitter, uh, Mid Prairie Boys Soccer, we uh, we have somebody within the coaching system that tweets with after every game and kind of gives you a, a breakdown on who scored, uh, assists, and uh, situations like that. And then we do have a very good uh, group of media in the in the area. Uh, KCII Radio has stuff a lot posted for us. Um, the news over in Kelowna has something for us as well. And um, the journal over there in Washington also. So very good media to cover what we got going on. And uh, I say Twitter, Twitter is probably the most instant thing, probably within 20 minutes after we complete a match, you're able to find out how we did, you know, who scored and, and keep up to date on that. 
Well, the weather has been pretty tough this year. You you seem to have some pretty good cold weather athletes, apparently. Uh, how has the weather affected attendance? How has the weather affected the performance of the team? And uh, do you think when the weather gets better, it might even look shine a little more sunshine on your record? Um, this has been the toughest spring in all my years of coaching to try to deal with being able to have um, good focus practices and then being able to actually play games where kids aren't getting, uh, you know, extremely cold. Uh, soccer is unlike track. As long as it's fit, it can be raining. But if, um, you know, if there's thunderstorms or lightning, of course, we have to stop play or can't play. But, you know, it's been the first game of the year that we played. We played Waynesburg. They were number three team in the state. And it was a cold, drizzly, terrible night. Uh, we won that match. We kicked off for a JV game. Maybe got uh, 10 minutes into the J first JV half, and we had lightning. And we looked at a radar, and it's just like, well, we, there's no sense of sitting around trying to get the rest of this game in. So we gave up the rest of that JV game. And every game that we've played this spring, uh, wind has definitely been a factor in, in the games. And, uh, you know, sometimes it's a crosswind, so it doesn't have a huge effect. But we played at Tipton one evening on a football field that was very small, very tore up, rough. Uh, the ball, it was kind of like kicking a ball down the, the gravel road. It never stayed on the turf. It was just, it was bouncing all over the place. We had several times we tried to shoot to finish and the ball bounced up and got higher than our foot and might have went off of her shin. Um, in the second half, Justice could punt uh, from his end and make the ball go out the other end with, with a single punt is how short the field was in the wind just if it bounced three times it was out the end because it was so windy so you know basically you just prepare your kids we are what we call a, a possession team in soccer we don't do um, we don't just get the ball and just kick it somewhere and hope that we can get it every time we have a ball at our feet it's designated to go somewhere to somebody else's feet so we try not to do a lot of chasing and so with having a team of that caliber um, it does help us because we do get a lot of teams to chase us because the ball is always the fastest thing on the, on the pitch, regardless where you're playing, what level, you know, whether it's high school, youth, uh, pros, the ball is always going to be the fastest thing. So if you can keep control of the ball, keep possession of it, you know, it's just like basketball. It's a big game of basketball. If you can get some scoring done and you can keep possession of the game and not let the other team score, you know, that's how you can win in soccer. So, you know, we just, we try to, we try to push good, basic fundamentals, um, foot skills, ball position. If somebody wins the ball, you know, if somebody rebounds the ball in basketball, do we have somebody for an outlet to get the pressure off the guy right away? Same thing with what we do with soccer. Can we have one or two opportunities to get the, get the ball off the guy that just won it? And then we can hang on to it and keep it. So, um, you know, we just have to monitor student athletes. We have, um, we had to start the year off. We had six games in 10 days. Soccer is a very demanding uh, sport on these guys. Um, it's nice to have at least 48 hours recovery time on their legs. Um, it just, there's no way they, they can go to a weight room and build any mass during soccer because they're just exerting so much energy. They can go in for recovery and try to get, get repair of soft tissues. But uh, as for any athlete trying to, uh, you know, put on mass during soccer, it's almost impossible with all the, with all the energy they exploit and all the calories that they're burning. So we just try to make sure we can keep our kids healthy, do a lot of substituting. Um, 
we started out at the beginning of the year playing about 14 kids in the first couple games. And now if you will go through and uh, check our stats on varsity bound, the last three games we've been um, applying at least uh, 18, 19 kids per match in order to try to keep fresh legs in there, keep kids healthy, and be able to manage the team for here on out the rest of the year. Well, we've got about five minutes left in the interview. Uh, we, we spoke a little beforehand, and you've told me you've been in this for, for quite some time, and you've seen uh, participation in this sport from other schools increase and increase, and it's getting to be there's, there's, there's quite a bit of it. Could you, you know, in the last five minutes, could you give me a rundown on how, uh, how Southeast Iowa, how good the, the teams are, what are the good teams, and uh, just a, a little bit of the growth of soccer in the Southeast Iowa? Yeah, sure, you bet. So, uh, you know, when I first started coaching, I was a volunteer assistant, um, and then I got hired on as an assistant coach, and then in 2013, 2013 I took over as head coach. 2014, um, we had a very good team. We went to Des Moines. Uh, we won our first round game six to two. Our second game, we played Dyersville Beckman. They were number one team in the state. We beat, beat them 2-0. And then we played a championship game against Regina. Um, we won 100 minutes of regular time scoreless. Went into a PK shootout, went through five guys tied, and I think we finally lost our PK shootout, I believe, on the eighth kicker. And it was just heartbreaking for the kids. Um, but that was a very good team, very athletic. The, the squad that we've had this year, the past two years, talent-wise with a soccer ball, would beat the team from 2014. Uh, this team is probably uh, just a little under the athletic side of what we had in 2014. But for what these kids can do right now in 2022 with the soccer ball, they can do m- many more things uh, and make the ball be the most useful tool on the, on the pitch. Um, as for soccer... This team right now that we have in 2022, you know, easily 10 years ago could have went to state and won it. But unfortunately, Southeast Iowa is very rich with soccer schools. Um, Iowa City area has ISC, which has a very good club base. A lot of kids from ISC play, um, you know, Liberty, Clear Creek, Amana, uh, more effectively versus us. Regina, you get some kids, uh, Regina, Solon. Um, down in Muscatine, they've got another good club. That's where the, the, almost the entire West Liberty team plays. And uh, in the past, Hillcrest has been very good. They've been to state a couple times. Uh, they're just up the road from us. And then you've also got uh, Columbus. It's been to state back in 13 and 14 when, when we were up there. So there's so many good teams in southeast Iowa that um, there's usually one or two of us out of six that get seated as a one, two, three, four, or five. But then we have to end up playing each other before we even get to Des Moines. And so there's always at least two good teams from this area that are knocked out, and we don't even get a chance to go up and play at Des Moines and compete. Uh, instance, an example, last year when they set the pairings uh, for the state did, um, Regina was number two. I think Solon was three. Um, we were four. And I'm trying to think, what's Liberty – or West Liberty was four and we were five somewhere in there. But anyway, um, Solon and Regina had to play each other. They were top five teams and we had to play West Liberty and we were and West Liberty and us were both top five teams. So you had two top five teams in the state that got beat out that we didn't even get a chance to go up to the state. So, you know, your biggest, your biggest challenge at the beginning of the year is can you come out of the gate? Can you win? 
can you get separation so that you're not meeting, you know, two or three of these guys in your substate bracket and you're getting eliminated before you even get to Des Moines. So, you know, coming out eight and zero and being the number one, we're kind of hoping that, you know, we can, uh, we can hang on to that and, and maybe uh, not have to get two or three guys into our group from Southeast Iowa. But, you know, once again, it's all up to the state. It's all out of our hands. And we just tell our kids, just go out and win the games that are put on our schedule. And there's nothing else that we can do about it. Well, you've been listening to Pat Katie. He's the head soccer coach for the varsity boys team at Mid Prairie Golden Hawks. They're rated number one in the state. And uh, I think your enthusiasm and passion for coaching these young men and trying to make them better, better human beings. And, and uh, that's what we need. And we need the people to guide our, our young men and to make them better people. And I think you're doing that. And I want to thank you for that. Can you come back uh, and talk to us during the playoffs? Yeah, I'd love to. You bet. Okay, well, uh, this has been Round Guy Radio with news you can use that won't give you the blues. And uh, thank you, Coach. I appreciate it. Thanks for uh, taking the time to put our program on the map. And I hope people can uh, take something out of this and uh, apply it to several young men or young women in the the world. I know that uh, there's a lot of kids that, um, you know, they need some guidance. This is tough. It's definitely – a different world growing up from what I was a kid. And uh, it sure doesn't hurt to have somebody extra to lean on and, and be a mentor for somebody. Well, thanks a lot. And we'll talk to you again at the playoffs. Thank you.